Welcome, this is Logical, the UAE's first legal podcast. Logical comes to you from the Dubai-based law firm HPL, Yamalava and Pletka. I'm Tim Elliott, socially distanced in these COVID times on the 18th floor at Dubai's JLT, Jumeirah Lakes Towers District, at the firm's offices. And I'm with the firm's managing partner, Ludmilla Yamalava. Great to see you. Lovely to see you, Tim. In this edition of Logical, we're going to be looking at legal attitudes to drugs and mind-altering substances here in the United Arab Emirates. Now, Ludmilla, let me uh, start with a statement and correct me if I'm wrong. The UAE has obviously very strict regulations, laws when it comes to mind-altering substances and drugs, but the general approach has always been that drugs are illegal, uh, and this includes anything from possession, consumption, manufacturing, trading, and the like. Is that the correct position? That is correct. correct. The UAE's approach to drugs is uh, very is unequivocal and quite stringent. Right. Uh, and there are a number of regulations um, that um, set up a very specific framework uh, for what is allowed and not allowed in the UAE and the penalties associated with it. So in particular, the um, there was a law uh, that was introduced back in 1995, and that's law number 14, uh, on fighting uh, uh, fighting drugs and mind-altering substances, um, so from way back uh, when. Uh, since then, there have also been a number of amendments, and one particular amendment is the federal decree uh, number 8 of 2016 that further elaborates on the UAE's stance on consumption and other type of uh, use of, uh, of drugs. Uh, and once again, the overall approach is that drugs are illegal and the penalties can be quite severe and result in anything from jail sentence to a fine and to deportation uh, or all three in most cases. Talk me through the, if, if you could, or outline the legal framework um, from 1995, law number 14, as you mentioned, but also the amendment in 2016. In short, uh, as per these laws, and there are a few other laws that kind of relate to um, this um, particular uh, legal area, but um, uh, drugs are illegal, one, and the laws set out or specify certain kinds of drugs and also process for the authorities to perhaps add additional uh, drugs to the list or clarify or remove perhaps certain kinds of drugs off the list. Uh, and uh, more importantly, it sets out that any kind of, in terms of the activities that are considered to be illegal, and that is consumption, possession, manufacturing, or trading, or any other, or selling, obviously. Uh, so, and the penalties that are associated with any one of these activities differ depending on the activities. Uh, and with regards to what drugs are considered to be uh, illegal, the UAE pun- uh, publishes a number of uh, schedules uh, of specific drugs that are considered to be uh, illegal. And importantly, this is not just your kind of recreational type of drugs. A lot of the drugs on those lists are also medicinal drugs that perhaps in other countries are, can be purchased as part of um, that medical treatment and are available, um, maybe not so much over the counter, but more or less ava- available broadly. In the, UA- in the UAE, a lot of these medicinal drugs also are considered to be banned substances, uh, and they are included on those schedules. And I use the, the plural of schedules because there are a number of schedules of um, these banned substances or, or drugs, uh, and they're published and updated um, from time to time. But uh, in the relevant terms, 
sometimes uh, the those schedules do include specific references to, for example, cannabis uh, or a marijuana. Uh, so as perhaps as ubiquitous as these uh, uh, drugs or uh, are in other countries in the UAE, they are specifically and expressly forbidden uh, and are punishable uh, uh, quite quite seriously. It's worth reiterating, isn't it, that uh, prescription drugs, or certain prescription drugs, are very, very strictly controlled here in the Emirates. For sure. And that's why if anyone particular, perhaps that's uh, going through some sort of treatment, medical treatment, or uh, or relies on prescriptions heavily prior to coming to the UAE and, and uh, packing their little toiletry bag of prescription drugs, um, they should really refer to these schedules to ensure that mm. these particular drugs are not uh, uh, are not banned in, in the country. Uh, and uh, as is the case in any other country, ignorance of the law in the UAE is not excuse. Mm. So therefore, even if you do travel into the country with these substances that are on the list uh, and they're considered to be banned, then just because you did not know about it and because they're prescription drugs, it doesn't necessarily um, uh, excuse you. Now, the penalties could be uh, reduced. And so, for example, but there will be uh, there will be a formal process. So there will be a court case, for example, or uh, that um, uh, where you could present, for example, your medical uh, prescriptions and then your medical plan from your uh, from your hospital, from your doctors, from your home country, showing that you you were not really trying to just deal with illegal drugs, but really these drugs or these prescription medications are part of your treatment and therefore uh, penalties could be more reduced. Uh, but in terms of the penalties, they can be, they, they vary. Uh, if it's for pos- uh, consumption and possession of drugs, uh, depending on the extent of, of both possession or consumption, uh, the penalty can be anything between four, uh, six months in prison uh, to four years in prison. Uh, plus a fine and the fine of uh, anything from 10,000 dirhams and up uh, and or deportation. So this is for consumption possession. Uh, deportation perhaps is uh, these days a little less of a uh, of a default uh, penalty, but certainly a jail sentence and a fine uh, are uh, to be expected. Uh, but deportation could be uh, um, could be waived in these kinds of cases. Now, uh, if it is uh, importation or manufacturing or production or any kind of selling or trading of drugs, the penalties are a lot more severe, uh, and they can range anything between seven to ten years in prison to a fine of fifty thousand to five hundred thousand dirhams, and in all cases there will be a deportation. Uh, so what's important uh, to highlight is the line between consumption and possession and what may be considered as trading or importation can be quite fine. Mm. So, for example, if you receive a package from abroad uh, that contains some illegal substances, even if they're some kind of cigarettes or e-cigarettes that contain substances, substances that are banned in the UAE, um, the fact that you receive that package, uh, depending on obviously the circumstances behind it, um, it can be qualified, that act can be qualified as you importing the drugs. Right. And therefore, the penalties can be a lot more severe. Uh, so uh, just you just make sure that, you know, if you are a recreational perhaps user 
uh, that uh, this is not one area that you want to uh, experiment in this country uh, because as part of the proceedings, um, there will be a criminal case filed uh, and your passports will either will be seized or, or the name will be added to the travel ban and you will not be able to leave the country until these proceedings have been finalized. Uh, so it is certainly an area of law that is uh, very strictly regulated in the country. One thing that... I guess has developed is the attitude to drug rehabilitation. Uh, however, things are changing in that area. The way uh, drug use uh, and I guess addiction is viewed has changed dramatically, I think. Uh, indeed. And uh, there was another law that was introduced not long ago back in 2019, and it's federal law number five, uh, regarding rehabilitation centers. And this particular law introduces the concept of rehabilitation centers and also, also sets out a legal framework uh, for anyone who, uh, f- uh, who wants to seek uh, rehabilitation uh, as uh, mitigating circumstances in terms of uh, perhaps uh, judicial proceedings, uh, one, and also two, for um, uh, setting out specific uh, specific rehabilitation centers uh, and uh, the authority for judges now to, instead of perhaps jail sentence and other kinds of fines, they can uh, prescribe, the penalty can be, uh, commitment to these re- uh, these government rehabilitation centers. Um, so that's quite uh, groundbreaking because it certainly allows now people to uh, uh, it, not just the uh, I guess the users and uh, but also uh, the, the judges themselves uh, to choose rehabilitation in certain cases uh, as a way forward. And um, um, therefore, as you said rightfully, although the UAE's stance on drugs is very strict. Uh, the introduction of these kinds of facilities also acknowledges perhaps the uh, the, the human nature, the fallible yeah. human nature of a lot of people who fall for or victims uh, to this particular affliction. And so therefore, uh, you, you, if you don't want to be considered a, a criminal for the rest of your life, uh, and um, there are now facilities that allow for people to um, uh, to have themselves committed for treatment. And as part of this, importantly, is those who commit themselves voluntarily uh, or if uh, the judge commits someone to treatment uh, at the facility, they will not have a criminal record. And that's quite important. That's a very important point to remember, actually, isn't it? A point to make. For sure, because in the past, it was all considered to be criminal. So therefore, even if you turn yourself in, uh, then there wasn't really much of a um, reprieve. But now it, this is quite groundbreaking. Um, if you do have uh, um, this kind of a condition and you need assistance, you realize that and you agree to uh, seek medical help, then you will not have criminal record, which is quite huge because that means you still have a life, hopefully a healthy and prosperous life to lead. That's another edition of Logical, looking at legal attitudes to drugs and mind-altering substances here in the United Arab Emirates. As always, our legal expert on Logical was Ludmilla Yamalava, managing partner here at Yamalava and Plethka. Uh, once again, thank you. And as always, pleasure talking to you, Tim. If you have a legal question you need answered in a future episode of Logical, or if you'd like a consultation with a qualified and UAE-experienced legal professional, just head to lylawyers.com and click on contact.